of Jungle Jim. The Adventures of Jungle Jim broadcast weekly over this station are dramatized from the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement that comes to you each week with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who make their weekends more enjoyable reading the world's greatest comic and adventure pictures by the world's best artists featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly. Insist on the Sunday newspaper that brings you the Comic Weekly. Jungle Jim, Lil, and Kolo are aboard Anthony Lowry's luxurious yacht bound for Nahia in the South Pacific to solve the Peter Stone mystery and unmask a man who is posing as Peter Stone, whose family has for generations been venerated by the natives of the island. It is also Jim's job to find the whereabouts of the real Peter Stone and restore him to his rightful place as ruler of the island. Among the guests accompanying Lowry on his trip is a romantic young widow named Kitty St. John who takes an immediate fancy to Jim and pursues him with a persistence that embarrasses Jim. She manages to corner him up on deck in the moonlight and begins to profess her admiration and impress upon him how lonely she is, to say nothing of suggesting that a full moon and the South Seas can be a great aid to romance. But Jim is rescued by his host, Anthony Lowry, who tells Jim Shanghai Lil has been watching the fun but doesn't exactly enjoy the humor. Jim goes to find Lil but fails and then walks right into the arms of Kitty St. John again. Well, that thing is new again, Jim. I guess you didn't have your horrid old business meeting with Tony. So now we can enjoy this perfectly glorious night. Well, I'm awfully sorry to disappoint you, but I'm afraid Tony will be looking for me any minute now. I don't think so, Jim. He just went up on the bridge with the captain. Anyway, he'll come looking for you when he needs you. In the meantime, we can enjoy ourselves up full of... Well, uh, perhaps we'd better just stay right here at the rail. It would be convenient for Tony to see me when, when he comes down from the bridge. Oh, Jim, why can't you just forget everything and enjoy the beauty of the night? How could anyone think of such sort of things as business or oh, when there's such a beautiful moon overhead? Ah, oh, moon of my delight that knows no end. How oft hereafter in the same garden rising will look in vain. Garden? We're aboard ship. Oh, Jim, how could you? Oh, it's all small wonder the poet pays such tribute to the moon. The moon, especially this moon, this gorgeous tropical moon that sheds its silvery light across the deep blue water. It makes me so very lonely. Jim, if you could only... Why, Jim? He's gone. Oh. So it's you. Well, thank heavens, Tony. Look here, I'm sorry to be so impolite to one of your guests, but really, Tony, that woman... I know, I... Jim, I know. Well, suppose you come in my cabin where it's safe. There's a lot of things we've got to discuss anyway. The quicker, the better. There we are, Jim. And how about a good cigar? Hmm? Help yourself. Fine. Night? Oh, thanks. Settle yourself in the chair and we'll get on to business. Well, that suits me fine. Well, Tony, uh, first, I assume no one except those on board know the reasons for your visit to Singapore. Well, there isn't one of them that knows my real reason. I made sure when I planned this, everyone would think it was a little pleasure cruise. 
I didn't want that crook who poses as Peter Stone to know I was beginning a campaign to end his little game. Then I'm supposed to be just an old friend you met in Singapore, hmm? That's it. And you're returning with me for a little visit. Nothing suspicious about that. I've noted for my hospitality. No, it, it seems all right on the surface, Tony, but, uh, well, unfortunately, a lot of people know me. Especially the pirates and racketeers that operate in the Orient. And you think that this chap we're after may know you? Well, it's possible, and, and if he doesn't personally, there may be an associate of his who does. I think I'm beginning to see what you're driving at, Jim. If it's at all possible, you want to get on the island and investigate the enemy before he gets a chance to investigate you. Is that it? Precisely. I'd like to pay a visit to this fellow's hangout as soon as possible. And how do you propose to do it, Jim? Well, uh, first, I want to disguise myself as one of these mixed-breed natives that frequent every port in this part of the world. Now, with the aid of my man, Colo, I can arrange that all right. Mm -hmm. I'm plenty dark enough to pass off as some eighth or quarter-bred native. And uh, Colo knows these native dialects and may pick up a lot of information about this phony Peter Stone. Well, I don't doubt that, providing you get in with some of his crowds. You see, Jim, these natives are really a very peaceful, friendly lot of people. But, like every race, there are a few discontented troublemakers who are always ready to listen to the first rabble-rouser who happens along. Mm, and I suppose this phony Peter Stone has organized this element. That's it, exactly. And while there isn't so many of them, they're quite powerful and dangerous, like any undercover group. Under his cunning leadership, they've instigated quite a reign of terror through the native quarter. Well, that appears to be quite bad now. It's really an advantage to us. Well, they're the kind that talk a lot, and so we can get valuable information. Well, Jim, I don't want to appear to be dictating what action takes so early in the game, but I'd much rather you try some other method of approach. Why, Tony? Oh, it's too dangerous, Jim. Oh, I know, I know you're clever and have been up against things like this before, but this phony Peter Stone is a very dangerous character. He knows his men, and... As I've said, there isn't a large number of them. And you're afraid I'd be too easily detected, hmm? I'm afraid any newcomer would be under immediate suspicion. And just one little slip. Well, Jim, I don't think you'd be alive to tell about it. Oh, thanks for your very kind interest in my personal safety, Tony. But I think I'll take the chance. It's the best way to really get to the bottom of this case. I'd feel a whole lot better if you'd stay out of it personally for a while. Why not smuggle this man Colo of yours ashore? Let him do the investigating. He could do it much easier than you, Jim. No, sir, Tony. I've never sent anyone anywhere that I'd be afraid to go myself. Hmm. Now, don't you worry about me. I'm quite capable of finishing anything I start. What's more, Colo and I are all hands at this game. We'll be all right. Two heads are always better than one, you know. Eh? Have it your own way, then. I can see I'll get nowhere trying to talk you out of it. <laughs> Thanks. Now, Tony, tell me, uh, when you were up on the bridge tonight... Did you find out when we might dock at Nahia? Yes, Jim, the day after tomorrow. We'll dock early in the morning if all goes well. And, of course, I have my own private dock that's away from the regular commercial side of the harbor, so there'll be no one to see you get off. Oh, that's great. I'm glad there'll be so much privacy. And now, Tony, if, um, if you think it's safe, I'd like to try a dash for my camera. <laughs> I think it's safe. Our little moon-gazing Juliet has probably given up manhunting for the night and gone to bed. I hope so. But I must say, for a man that follows such a dangerous life as you do, you're certainly scared to death of our harmless little kitty. Better be safe than sorry, Tony, <laughs> where females like Kitty are concerned. <laughs> well, I'll take a chance and turn in. Wait. What was that? Oh, I saw a shadow outside the door. I'll investigate. Nothing out here. Uh, Must be our imagination. Yeah. Well, good night, Tony. 
Good night. See you at breakfast. Yes, good night, Jim. that romantic little girlfriend of yours, the lonely widow. Oh, so Tony told me. Said you got disgusted and went to bed. I started to, and then realized what a fool I'd make of myself getting peeved over that little... Well, anyway, I stayed up forward. <laughs> when she'd corralled you the second time, I was about to start for my cabin when I saw you do that beautiful fade-out and sneak away from her. Lil, she was driving me crazy with romantic drivel. I had to sneak off in self-defense. I know, but here's something that will interest you. When she discovered your gay deception, she really got mad, and I don't mean maybe. She said, that cat, he can't do this to me. He'll pay for this. And Mr. Jungle Jim Bradley, she said it as though she really meant it. Oh, I wouldn't be worried about a trivial little thing like that. I imagine Kitty St. John spends half her life in fits of temperament. Mm, you're a clever man in most ways, Jim, but I'll repeat what I've said many times. Uh, I know, I know. You certainly have a lot to learn about women. And I repeat, Mr. Brio, what man hasn't? Very well. Now sit down, take a deep breath, and get set for the surprise. You know the old story about Hades having no fury like a woman scorned? Well, little Kitty followed you to Laurie's cabin and stood hidden outside listening to all the details of your conversation. What? Well, I'll be hanged. Say, Lil, you don't think... That she might be in league with the opposition? You never can tell. And even if she isn't, she could make herself very valuable to them if she got any information from your talk. Hey, what are you doing? Ringing for Cola. I'm going to see that Mrs. Kitty St. John of the Lonely Hearts Club is closely watched. Don't worry. I've got my eye on her. That's all right. But there are going to be times when you might be occupied elsewhere. Come in. You rang, sir. Can I get you anything? Uh, yes, Stuart. Uh, tell me, is my man Cola going to bed? I'm afraid not, sir, but I wish he would, if you'll pardon my saying so, sir. You're a pardon, Stuart, but uh, what seems to be the trouble? Beating him at Fantan, sir. He plays it better than the Chinese. <laughs> Darn clever, these Hindu Stewart. Well, you can tell him I said it's time to break up the game and come up here. I want to see him at once. Oh, very good, sir. And uh, thank you, sir. Oh, you're welcome. Lil, from now on, watch little Kitty like a horse, especially when we get near shore. I don't think there's a ghost of a chance that it can happen, but she may have a friend in camp of this phony Peter Stone. And she'll try to get a message to him. Don't worry. I won't let her out of my sight if I can help it. Anything further you want to tell me about the case? Mm, plenty, but gosh, it's getting awfully late. We'll keep until tomorrow. Okay. Now move along to my stateroom and try a little sleep. Good night, Good night, Bill. We'll discuss the case right after breakfast. Oh, here comes Polo. Okay, leave the door open. Uh, good night, Missy Lil. Good night, Polo. I hear you've been giving the boys sand-sand lessons. Yes, Missy Lil. Polo do very good. You call for me, Tuan. Uh, yes, Colo. Uh, come in and close the door. Yes, Tuan. Colo, from now on, I want you to keep a very close watch on one of the passengers here aboard. That pretty little lady with the blonde hair, Mrs. Kitty St. John. Oh. Colo just passed her on deck when I come here, Tuan. She just hurry in cabin, locked door. She did, huh? Yeah. Oh, and she was probably listening to what Lil was telling me. Why, that... Li Colo, I'm just about convinced she might be dangerous. So watch her every minute. 
and report to me any suspicious move she makes. Having spurned her attentions, Jim now realizes he may have made an enemy instead of a friend in Kitty St. John. Is she in league with the bogus Peter Stone? Jim's coldness to her may cause him trouble, for as he says, the female of the species is more deadly than the male, and she may prove a very dangerous enemy. So don't miss the next exciting episode in the adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures which appear in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of Cartoon Land like the list of all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follow the fun and frolics of Jiggs and Maggie, the Little King, the immortal Donald Duck, as well as the exciting adventures of Flash Gordon and Jungle Jim. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling radio adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at the same time next week over this same station. Be sure to tune in. (laughs) 